When people can see themselves in a marketing story, when they see themselves in the words, when they see themselves in the images, and they go, oh, this story is about me, they experience narrative transportation. The idea behind narrative transportation is that when you experience a good story and you get pulled into that story, you actually transport yourself into it. The better the story, the higher level of narrative transportation people experience, the more they see themselves in the story, right? And their heart and their actions are more likely to be impacted by that story. And therefore, the marketing and advertising actually has sway over their mind and their actions. I'm about to start the show. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, where we believe that marketing should be easy and it should work. My name is Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, JJ. How are you today, April? I'm so great. So good to see you, as always. April. Yes. We're getting really serious here for okay. a second. Oh, serious. Okay. Yes. What was the last scary movie that you saw? Well, I know exactly. Because I don't watch very many scary movies. No, I know you don't. This is not my genre. This is not my genre. Neither do I. But I watched A Quiet Place. Yes, I did too. I did too. How, okay, let me ask you this. What was your reaction during the movie? Well, number one, I fell in love with the family. Of course, of course. Immediately. Yes, yes, yes. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I mean, come on. Yeah, how could you not? house powerhouse couple. Yeah. And I mean, we just love them in general. Yeah. So um, fell in love with the family yeah. and then immediately invested in the story. Yeah. Immediately going, oh my gosh, we have to be quiet. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, sh- I have everybody to be quiet. shut up. Everybody shut up <laughs> right now. Just shut up. Yeah. You had to be quiet. Did you jump? How many times did you oh, jump? Oh my word. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Well, every time like the sinister music would come on and yeah, be like, yeah. oh, no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I don't watch movies like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> I watched that with my friend and I was literally standing on the couch because I don't watch scary movies either because I do that. Like I put myself, I yes. think, in the story. Absolutely. <laughs> I am part of this family now. Yeah, they are. We are one with the family. That's right. They are my mom and dad <laughs> and I am one of the children yes. and I am one to help. I yeah. want to help so badly. I bring that up for a very specific purpose okay. today. What you and I both experienced when we watched a scary movie is called narrative transportation. Okay, tell me more. The idea behind narrative transportation is that when you experience a good story and you get pulled into that story, you actually transport yourself into it. Literally, like you see yourself as a part of the story. So when a scary thing happens, you jump. If a couple gets together at the end of the movie and you're crying, right? You've experienced narrative transportation. If you are moved by that story or you see yourself as part of it, you've experienced narrative transportation. Now, here's the next thing about that theory is that the research shows That the better the story, the higher level of narrative transportation people experience, Mm. the higher, the more they see themselves in the story, right? And their heart and their actions are more likely to be impacted by that story. So they actually are changed. Your decisions can be changed. Your actions can be changed. You actually can be moved to action. So here's the thing. It actually works in marketing as well. When people can see themselves in a marketing story, when they see themselves in the words, when they see themselves in the images and they go, oh, this story is about me, 
they experience narrative transportation. We don't even realize we're doing it, but they experience it. And therefore, the marketing and advertising actually has sway over their mind and their actions. You can experience narrative transportation in as little as a tweet or an Instagram post. Whoa, Yeah, so you're not having to like write a whole movie or story in your marketing and messaging. You're just having to identify with the customer and say, this story is about you. Mm. And that is really key to understanding one of the really important points of the story brand framework, which is the marketing framework powering this podcast that you can use to clarify your message by inviting customers into a beautiful story. And that point is character want. And and we say character want because that's what your character wants. When you're defining your character, you're really defining what they want. And so we're kind of using some inside language here that we're bringing you into of character want. So that's incredibly important. And in episode two, last week, what we did is we talked about transformational identity. Transformational identity is the idea that every person, every hero transforms in a story and your customers transform by using your product or service. So we need to speak that language back to them of saying, this is who you become by using our product or service. But this week with character, what we're going to do is hone in on the language that you're going to use to identify what is it that your customer wants from you. This needs to be incredibly clear. We cannot be vague with this at all. At the beginning of a movie, We understand within the first five minutes what a character wants, right? Like everybody, you have to identify that. And it can't be a lot of things. It has to be one thing. Jason Bourne wants to understand who he is and where he comes from. But he can't also want to be starting a bakery, trying to train for a marathon, adopting a cat. Like you can't do all those things. That's a bad movie, right? It has to be about one thing. And that gets people into the movie because we know this is what the character wants and we're going to watch the entire movie to see if they get what they want. That enters us into that story. Well, with your marketing and messaging, in the same way, you have to begin the story with understanding what it is that your customer wants. And it has to be one thing. It can't be multiple things. It has to be that the customer is looking for a mattress. The customer is looking for lawn care that they can be proud of, um, a mattress that will give them a good night's sleep, a messaging framework that will help them get great marketing. You need to identify very early on in the story what it is that the customer wants. And you need to be able to articulate that very, very clearly. So for all of our entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, Anyone out there who is following along and creating their brand story with us, what they need to do is figure out, all right, what is it that I I offer that our customers want? Yes. And the mistake that a lot of people make is they try to say, but our customers want 20 things, right? They actually want all this other stuff. But the story can't be about 20 things. It has to be about one thing. And that goes back to the narrative transportation part is you have to say, who is this story about, Mm -hmm. right? So when you name the one thing that my customer wants blank, then the customer sees that and goes, oh, that story is about me. I want that. Yeah. And then the rest of your brand script, the rest of your brand story is about helping your customer get what they want. So you really need to identify and say, what does my customer want? 
They want what I offer. <laughs> That's the story that I'm inviting them into. They will experience narrative transportation then, and they are going to be influenced by your messaging to buy your product. That's right. The reason you really have to define it into one thing, right? Yeah. JJ, we talk about bowling balls all the time at StoryBrand. Bowling balls are basically ideas that your customers can hold. I mean, how many bowling balls can you hold, JJ, at one time? 20. <gasps> Obviously, you're very strong. You're very, very strong. That is not true. But what we tell people is you're only going to have so much room for each concept, each idea. And so when you identify one thing that your customer wants rather than 20, they're able to hold on to it. And yes. so you're only handing them one bowling ball rather than the 20. So just practically, let's let's play a little game here. Okay. okay. So Let's say I make personalized cakes. Yes. What would you put for what the character wants mm. in, for a company who makes personalized cakes? I need a, a special cake for my special occasion to celebrate my special occasion. There you go. So that's just super clear, right? You didn't use inside language. You didn't use a lot of stuff like confectionery, da -da, you know, right. right? You didn't confuse people. You just said a special cake for a special occasion. That's it. Right. And so many people try to complicate their yes, marketing. They, do. they try to be flowery and cute and clever. And here's the thing clarity will win every time. You can be cute and clever, but you must be clear first. And this piece of the brand script, the character want, this element of story is so important that you have to get it to clear and simple. You know, last week we talked about aspirational identity, and that can really be like high level and over the top. But with character and want, you want to be very clear. You want to ask the question, what does your customer want as it relates to your brand? And just put it down. That's it. This week, you got to talk to another marketing professional about this very thing. That's right. I always love it when I get to talk to one of our story brand marketing yes. guides. Yeah. So Stacey Moore, she's been in our program where we certify some of the best marketers in the world yes. to <laughs> use the story brand framework with their clients. So let's just get to it. Let's get practical and let's hear how Stacey uses character want to really clarify one of her customers' messages. Stacey Moore, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and excited for the new podcast. Absolutely. You, of course, have been an entrepreneur for over 40 years. Wow. And it makes me sound so old. <laughs> no, not at all. It makes you sound experienced and like you know what you're talking about. And I, I'm curious, why did you decide to become a story brand certified guide? What what attracted you to the story brand framework? Well, I I love learning in general and story brand. When I read the book, the emphasis on clarity really resonated with me. That's something that I know is important, especially online, because, you know, people, they don't read and you need to be clear and succinct and concise. So I thought it was a great way to simplify the process of putting a business into a framework that, you know, communicates it as a story. Stacy, how do you feel about the character want, you know, really diving in deep and figuring out what the customer wants in the story brand framework? 
Well, I love this part of the framework, and I have a client uh, that I worked with recently, Bonsai Kids Hair Care, and their product is kids' hair care products. So if you're looking at it at a very surface level, you would say, okay, the character want is kids' hair care products. But I'd like to delve a little more deeply into that, and I think that when you start asking questions about the character want, it can also lead into filling out the other areas of the brand script you know, the problems and successes. Mm -hmm. So in delving more deeply into Bonsai Kids Hair Care, since that's the example I'm using right now, you know, parents want to keep their kids safe and healthy. Um, They want to save time getting ready. They want to fix problems with tangled hair. They want to fix problems with curly hair, which I know you are familiar with. That's right. So taking all of that and, and investing the time and energy to dig deeply into that, we found out that what they really want is great hair at home. Mm. If you look at that, you know, you could say the character want is kids hair care products, but it's just so much more depth when you add all of the other research and digging to it and say what they really want is great hair at home. And so that's what we ended up using as the headline uh, in their you know, webpage wireframe was your secret to great hair at home. That's perfect. Putting it in the headline of your client's website right at the top of the homepage clearly tells potential customers, we know exactly what you want. Great hair at home. And this is not an isolated incident. You know, and we know you've got to plaster your character want all over your marketing. So Stacy, did you weave that want into other places as well? Well, when discovering a character want, you know, we landed on that great hair at home as the, you know, the primary character want that we were focusing on, but there's still a bank of all those other things. For example, uh, this brand, since they're an e-commerce brand, on their wireframe, there is a call-out section where there's uh, three feature call-outs. One is for tame, tangled hair. The one is for manage unruly curls and protect a tender head. So since those are three sort of sub-wants, then we gave a feature to those where the the customer then can click through to the specific products on the e-commerce website that address that want. That's so key, I feel like here, because we have so many clients and so many people who are listening who they don't just have one product, right? They have multiple products and they're they're trying to market multiple things to people. And so you have to develop an umbrella. We call it like an umbrella brand script where you are defining one main want, but then I love that you're talking about these sub pages that, that speak to specific wants like, you know, tangle free hair and, and things like that. Yeah. That's really important in, um, in companies, especially like an e-com company or, or a company that has multiple product lines. Um, not only that companies that have, uh, different use cases, you know, they may have one product, but they may, may sell into different types of market that have different wants. I love digging into all of that and then finding, okay, what's the common denominator that we're going to use on the homepage. And then what are the things that are different enough that we need to create then a separate page to speak to this particular type of customer. So how do you make that super simple in an online digital space? The most important thing is understanding your customer, you know, knowing who your ideal customer is, knowing who your most profitable customer is, 
And, you know, we do that through customer interviews, through, you know, research. If you have a particular customer that you have in mind when you're creating this, you know, pick that one customer and speak to them. And then if you if you have other you know, customer segments that you need to address, address them in a, in another place. Stick with one customer type on one page, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. And I'm so glad that you just said that. Those are the types of questions that you're asking your clients as well whenever you're sitting down with them and trying to define it. It's like, who is your main customer that makes you the most money? The one that is going to actually buy the product you're wanting to sell, because usually people have a bunch of different products, but they've got a flagship one. I have one last question. So going back to Bonsai Kids, how did they first respond when you identified their character want and plugged it into their marketing? The owner of the company was very thrilled when he saw that that headline that said, your secret to great hair at home. And he said, oh, that's really what it is. <laughs> and, and so um, th that kind of, you know, aha is a good sign. <laughs> Stacey, thank you so much for sharing your time with us and those incredible practical tips on how to use Character Want in your marketing. So as always, now it's time to send you off into the world with this week's actionable step, which is the practical step from today's conversation that you can immediately use to improve your marketing and clarify your message. So for this week's actionable step, go to mystorybrand.com if you haven't already. You can register online for our brand script, which the brand script is an online tool that lays out the story brand framework so you can fill out each part and keep track of your messaging. And it includes every part of the story brand framework. So you have all of your messaging in one place. So go to mystorybrand.com and in the top left corner, there is a box that says character. And what I want you to do is write down a few words or a sentence that clearly describes what you offer because that is what this story is about. That is what your customer wants. And when you can create a clear sentence, just a clear statement or sentence that describes what you offer, you now get to identify with your customer and invite them into a beautiful story that's all about them. And here's the key that I want you to pay attention to in this part is it needs to be very clear. If I have to ask you a question after I read it that says, what does that mean? Or how do you do it? Then you haven't been clear enough. Make sure that a fifth grader could understand what you are talking about in this section. Make it so clear. Because here's the thing. Customers are busy. They're overwhelmed. And they have problems that your product can solve. And if you make it complicated for them to understand what you offer or how to get it, then you are doing them a disservice. Spend the time and serve your clients well by creating a clear message. Identify what it is that the customer wants. Then take that sentence or that statement, put it on your website, put it in the header of your website, put it in your emails put it in your one-liner, put it in your lead generators, put it everywhere so that customers know what you offer that solves their problems. Having a clear message is one of the best ways that you can serve your customer. Being clear, not creating confusion, 
telling your customers exactly what you do that can solve their problems is going to help them win. And when they win, you win. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thanks so much for taking time to be with us today and believing, like us, that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Please subscribe to Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review letting us know how these tips are transforming your business. Can't wait to see you next week. Hey, it's April Sunshine Hawkins, co-host of the new Marketing Made Simple podcast. I'm sneaking in here just to remind you that new episodes will drop every Wednesday over in the Marketing Made Simple podcast feed. If you're not subscribed to Marketing Made Simple yet, go to wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts and subscribe. In every episode, you'll get practical marketing tips you can immediately apply to your business to make your marketing easy and make it work. When you subscribe, you'll clarify your message and set yourself up for marketing success each and every week.